The USL Championships regular season is in full swing. Here at Backheel, we cover the on-field action every week with analysis of all 24 teams in the championship. That's the U.S.'s second division professional men's league. So you know where we stand on a lot of topics, courtesy of John Morrissey's expert analysis. But there's a group of people out there that you don't hear from quite so regularly. At least not all at once and not on a wide variety of subjects. I'm talking about head coaches, maybe the most important people in clubs across the league. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backyield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we're diving into the USL Coaches Survey that was published on Backheel.com earlier this week. Before the 2023 season kicked off, we sent an identical survey featuring more than a dozen questions to head coaches from around the USL Championship. We wanted to know things like, where do you hate going on the road? Will a USL team ever win the US Open Cup? Who's the best young player in the league? And a bunch of other stuff. We're going to run through a handful of responses from the coaches, and you can check out the rest on Backheel.com. Okay, let's get to it and talk soccer. Okay, folks, buckle up. Here we go. 15 managers from around the USL Championship took our survey, a wide range of questions that we sent to them. They were kind enough to take some time and respond. The first one that I want to break down, the first question that we asked that I want to get into the answers of on this episode is who is the best young player in the league? Specifically, who is the best U20 player in the USL Championship the answer, unsurprisingly, was a past guest of this very show. It was Joshua Winder, the 17-year-old Louisville City center back, has really become one of the hottest prospects in American soccer, regardless of division. I'm talking MLS, I'm talking USL. Winder is the real deal. He's been with the US U19s, he's been with the US U20s, and now, reportedly, he is heading to Benfica after he turns 18 in June. Winder's speed, his technical skill, those things make him a really promising central defender. He is absolutely a player to watch. I think folks around the league know that. The coaches certainly know that. He got a third of our votes. Winder led this category with five votes. A few other names that were mentioned here. One of them was his brother, Elijah Winder, also at Louisville City. He got a vote in this category. Fidel Barajas, who John Morrissey, when he was on this show, mentioned. Young attacker for the Charleston Battery. Dual national Mexican-American player. I think after Winder leaves, there's a very good chance that Barajas becomes the next token USL Championship young player. Maybe could earn a move somewhere either to MLS or abroad. A few other names. Abdul Zaneh was mentioned. Loudoun United young player. He got three votes. Finished second in this category. Not a player, I'll admit, that I was particularly familiar with. But one that I will absolutely be watching going forward. Rocco Rios Novo, former Lance United goalkeeper who's playing with Phoenix Rising this season. Got a vote. A lot of talented young players being recognized in the USL Championship right now. It'll be fascinating to see where players move from this list, where they decide to go, when they decide to go, and what other young, talented kids join them next season. So we talked to U20 players. The next category, the next question that we sent to USL managers across the championship is this. What is the primary method that your club uses to identify potential new signings? The answers to this, I thought, were fascinating. So let's dive in. In general, 
nine votes were cast, and, and some coaches cast votes in multiple categories, so we combine them together. So there's more than 15 responses to this question. But in general, nine coaches answered that they use agents or club contacts. That was the top response. Nine votes for agents and club contacts, six votes for film, and four votes for data. Those are the three main categories. So you kind of have people and networking on the top, then film and, and film analysis, watching the tape, and then data analysis on the bottom with less than half of the votes of those top categories of agents. Then you have data on the bottom with less than half the votes of that networking agents club contacts category. The reality is for a lot of USL championship teams, they either don't have the resources or the knowledge to pour money into data analysis and other more modern recruitment methods. So for me, it wasn't a massive surprise to see personal relationships still controlling a lot of player movement in the USL championship. I still think it's interesting, though, to see how prominent that stuff is. Networking, calling a guy you know, calling an agent, getting an email from an agent overseas, then going on Scout and watching a few clips, then deciding maybe this is a guy we want to learn more about and going from there. That stuff happens all the time in the USL championship. And I would argue it's not the most efficient way to do things. I would argue that it's not the best way to go out there and find quality players that can help you win games, to find these kinds of players that are going to help you outkick your coverage, right? USL championship teams, by and large, have very narrow budgets. Maybe there's a way for some of them to start to become more efficient with data analysis, with film analysis, with player recruitment. And, and you know what? We are seeing some teams use data. I don't know how heavily it's actually involved in their player recruitment processes, but for responses, four votes for data in this category isn't nothing. And I would wager that that number is maybe infinitely higher than it was five years ago. So we are seeing improvement in this category. Still, I am, like with the young players, very intrigued to see how these numbers maybe change and evolve over the next year, the next three years, the next five years, and maybe even the next decade. So that's player recruitment. That's how clubs are signing players. They're using networking first, and then film, and then data last on that list. The final category, the final question that I want us to dig into today is which USL coach do other coaches admire the most? I think a fascinating angle in the USL championship right now is young managers or underrated managers cutting their teeth in this league, growing as coaches, and then going to find the next step. There are multiple MLS assistant coaches right now that came through USL that were managing head coaching in the USL championship, now they're on MLS staffs, sort of trying to figure out the next step for their career, taking that next move to see where it leads them. So as far as which USL coach other coaches admire most, there was a three-way tie on the top. First, Danny Cruz from Louisville City, then Bob Lilly from the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, and Ryan Martin from Loudoun United. Votes split three different ways, two young coaches, and a fixture, really, in Bob Lilly, who's been on the lower division coaching scene for decades now. He's been in charge of the Riverhound since 2018, is generally, from conversations I've had and, and from this survey, of course, a revered figure in the USL Championship, someone that I think folks wish had gotten a chance maybe a little bit earlier in his career to go and, and do something at a higher level. But Lily, it's not surprising for me to see him on this list. You know, Ryan Martin is one that I was not expecting to see. And again, Loudoun United, not a, not a team that I think many folks spend a lot of time watching. They don't have great attendance. This is their first year out of the DC United ownership. So they are taking on new life, and they have now a path of their own. But Ryan Martin is a younger manager, certainly someone to watch going forward. And then Danny Cruz, who is maybe the most prominent coach in the USL Championship, leading Louisville City, just 33 years old. He's been in charge of, of Louisville since 2021. 
and recently signed an extension with the club through 2025. So that shows how highly Louisville think of him. And I know, again, from chatting with folks around the league and from this survey, that he is someone that has a bright future in this landscape, or at least someone that folks think has a bright future in this landscape. He is probably the name to watch in the coaching sphere in the second division as far as upward mobility goes, either to MLS, maybe to a job in another country. We'll see what that looks like going forward. So that's a taste of our USL Championship Coaches Survey. If you want more, go check out backheel.com and subscribe. We're covering the USL Championship every single week. We're covering MLS, the NWSL, the U.S. men's and women's national team, Americans abroad, other interesting stories from around the soccerverse. We've got it all over at backheel.com. For now, that's all we have for you. We'll be back in your ears very soon. 